it's it's just a good thing. It's a good it's a positive thing to have people that you can share with um, honestly and openly. Right. Open and honest. And we're not going to judge you, but are, are here to help you and here to love you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Quotes, Light, and Motivation Podcast with William H. Please rate and review the show. It helps us grow. You can email the show at quoteslightmotivation at gmail.com. Again, that's quoteslightmotivation at gmail.com. My depression does not define me. I am strong and resilient. Say that with me. My depression does not define me. I am strong and resilient to a strong affirmation there in 2020 during COVID and lockdown, a lot of people, myself included, found them, found themselves struggling with, uh, depression and loneliness. You know, everything was locked down. You were told to stay in the house as much as possible to not go anywhere. I live alone. So, you know, spent a lot of time alone, a lot of time, uh, just thinking about things, thinking about life. And then on top of all of that, we were we were bombarded daily with negative news and things to worry about. Right. If you turned on any major news station, uh, you know, they were counting the covid deaths and the numbers were getting the numbers were just rising and rising and rising every day, every day. And it it, it overtook the news cycle, rightfully so. And I'm not saying any of this is uh, necessarily the fault of the news media or anything like that. I'm just saying we went from a lockdown that was supposed to last two weeks, a week or two or a few weeks to one that lasted months. Right. And each day we were seeing the COVID numbers rise. And I'm a person I used to, you know, I'm a person that likes to listen to national news. Right. Every day, every day I would listen to um, the nightly news, the national nightly news cycle. And I found myself, you know, I found that it was having a negative effect on me, right, that I I was starting to worry and get depressed and get down uh, because of the news that was coming out. It was so um, depressing to me. So for myself, I had to stop listening to I had to stop listening to and watching the the nightly news broadcast. I had to stop watching it because it was having a negative effect on me. Um and there was a lot of fear and worry, right? There was a lot of fear and worry and um, worry about what's going to happen next. Um, worry about family getting sick. Worry about your loved ones getting sick. Um, fear of going outside and things like that. Um, like I said, I found myself um, in the midst of all that fear and worry and, and confusion and um, all that stuff. But. One of the things that I like to tell myself and one of the things that kind of helped me keep things in perspective is, you know, to remind myself that darkness won't last forever. Right. That no matter what situation you encounter or what's going on in the world, the darkness won't last forever. And there's a song by Timothy Wright called Trouble Don't Last Always that uh, echoes that sentiment that despite what you're going through, trouble don't last always. I got that on my my gospel playlist. Every time I listen to that song, it always uh, lifts my spirits. Uh, but I wanted to pause right there. Let's pause right there and get into our positive black story of the week.
This week, I want to talk about Anderson Hunt Brown, who was born in 1880 and died in 1974. He was born in West Virginia. His parents were recently freed from slavery and they took multiple jobs to make ends meet, enlisting Brown and his siblings to help in their work. Despite Anderson Hunt Brown only having a fourth grade education, he began his entrepreneurial journey at an early age. He would climb onto coal train cars, throw coal onto the tracks, and with his friends sell it to local businesses for 50 cents. As a teenager, he learned to play the trombone and traveled to Cincinnati and other western cities with his brothers in their band, Uncle Tom's Cabin, netting $10 a week, which is equivalent to about $300 in today's uh, money. Several years later, he took a real estate investing course in Boston and used his earnings to buy a house. Anderson Hutton Brown became frustrated with the lack of affordable housing for black families in Charleston, and it inspired him to build a real estate empire, filling that need. He built commercial properties and leased office space to fellow black entrepreneurs, creating one of the earliest black-owned shared workspaces. He also bought land around Charleston to build houses, which he rented affordably to black community members who may have had trouble securing housing from the mostly all-white realtors at the time. By the time of his death in 1974, at the age of 94, Anderson Hunt Brown had owned and managed up to 100 properties. In addition to developing real estate and commercial properties, he fought for civil rights throughout his life. He was frustrated by the lack of adequate Medicare for black citizens and discrimination, which led to the opening of the community hospital in 1924, the city's first state-of-the-art hospital for black residents. Brown used his influence and wealth to launch successful court battles that struck down segregation laws at local swimming pools, libraries, and lunch counters in his home state of West Virginia. He instilled this passion for civil rights in his children. His son, Willard L. Brown, became the first black judge in West Virginia and represented the state chapter of the NAACP in a case of racial discrimination in public schools, which became part of the 1954 U.S. Supreme Court case Brown v. Board of Education that banned segregation in public schools. So Anderson Hunt Brown was a pioneer in real estate development and civil rights. So we salute Anderson Hunt Brown. What a uh, motivating and empowering story, right? To develop housing for black citizens who couldn't afford uh, housing at the time. And, and from 1880 to 1974, right? For almost 100 years to over that course of time, just imagine what he had to go through and what he had to overcome to, to be able to build that real estate empire. Right. It's just, uh, inspirational. And that's the purpose of these, uh, positive black stories every week that no matter what situation you encounter or what's going on in the world, the darkness won't last forever. Um, and I think that's what kind of triggers depression for a lot of people. I know for me as well, like I could spend time worrying about, you know, a million things, <laughs> about how I'm going to pay a bill, about what if this happens with, um, you know, investments and what if this happens at work and what if I lose my job and, you know, your mind can swirl in a million different directions if you allow it to, um, you know, the overthinking the and the inability to see uh, inability to see a positive future and to realize that the darkness won't last forever. So that's one of the things I like to tell myself is, uh, that the darkness won't last forever. And it's also one of the reasons why it's so important for me to set goals, 
right every quarter and to set goals that keep me motivated and keep me focused on the future that I want and where I see myself going. Um, because if you're able to see your future and you're able to work towards something, that'll help to fight off the negative thoughts and the depressing uh, and depression and all that stuff and loneliness and all that type of stuff. Sometimes you just need something to fight for, something to, that'll get, keep you motivated and get you up in the morning, right? Um, and I'm also one of those people that needs to be uh, physically active on a daily basis. That's just something in me. Like I have to get up and move around. I need to go on walks every day. You know, that's what I found out about myself during COVID is that I need to get outside. You know, if it ain't for nothing but 30 minutes, I need to get outside. I cannot sit in any house for a whole day. I need to go outside. I need to get some sunlight. Right. I need to um, be able to walk and think. Right. And that's my thinking time. When I go for my walk, I think I listen to podcasts. I, you know, um, think about what I want to get done for the day or what I'm working on. You know, I've solved many problems and many <laughs> and uh, come up with plans, many plans um, on my daily walks. Right. It's just something that's in me. And it's it's hard for me to feel down or depressed after, you know, I've worked out or after I've gone for my walk. Um, it's an energy. It's an energy bringer for me. Right. It helps me to get up. It helps me to get excited for the day. It helps me to um, get the blood flowing. You know, I think that's important. It helps to improve my mood and outlook um and like i said it also gives me time to think and to meditate you know sometimes i have you know podcasts on and i'm not even really listening to the podcast it's just background noise as i'm walking and thinking about things or meditating as i'm walking um you know it's just it's just something that i found that's one of the things i got from um 2020 right the covid covid 2020 is you know the daily walks you know, it's something that I didn't do prior to COVID and the lockdown, but it's something that's a part of my life now that every day um, I try to get a walk in and try to get some type of physical activity in on a, on a daily basis. Um, but you got to figure out what works for you, right? How can you best handle depression? How can you handle depression or how can you handle negative thoughts? Um, because it's so much easier to focus on negative things. It's just something in our nature. It's easier to focus on negativity. It's easy to be discouraged it's easy to be to feel like there's no way out to feel like um whatever's going on is the worst thing that could ever happen and the worst you know to have all these negative things that you say about yourself to not forgive yourself to be down on yourself it's easy to be to do all those things but you gotta realize that you know you gotta forgive yourself um and you can't blame yourself for whatever's going on in your life right you gotta be willing to um overcome those negative thoughts with positivity. So you got to, you know, say your positive affirmations, pray, whatever you need to do to, uh, you got to talk to yourself, you know, and I talk about that all the time, the importance of talking to yourself and, you know, the story that you tell yourself, regardless of whatever you're encountering, whatever's going on, you got to tell yourself, I'm strong and resilient. That no matter what I'm facing, I'm strong and resilient. That I'm strong enough to overcome whatever I'm seeing, whatever it looks like. I'm resilient. I've already overcome so many things. I'm still standing here today. You know, I'm resilient. My, my track record shows that I'm resilient, that if I did it before, I can do it again. Right. You got to tell yourself those things. Right. You can't let this these negative thoughts and, and these negative things weigh you down so much so that, you know, it keeps you in that space of worry and negativity and feeling like you can't accomplish something. And it's not about being perfect. None of us are perfect and it's okay. 
but it's about um, forgiving yourself and forgiving everyone else for not being perfect, right? And knowing that you are enough, that whatever you're encountering, you are enough, and that's all that matters. So, you know, some of the, the things you got to tell yourself is you love yourself, right? And that you're happy. You love yourself and you're happy and that you can overcome whatever you, you encounter. And, you know, just realize that it's all in your head and it won't last forever. It's all in your head. I used to spend so much time overthinking things, so much time overthinking situations, how people see me, um, what could happen, running through scenarios in my head. I just feel like I'm so much better um, now. I just kind of, um, not that I don't overthink some things sometimes, but um, I spend a lot of less time overthinking things. I spend a lot more time living instead of overthinking. <laughs> I spend a lot more time in the moment, right? And not trying to anticipate all the different scenarios that could happen. I, I spend a lot of times just problem solving whatever I encounter on a given day or, you know, on a daily basis or whatever. But, that's the main point of this episode is to make sure that you um, you love yourself and that you're taking care of yourself, your mental health, whatever that means. If you need to talk to somebody, make sure that you're doing that. I think it's good for everyone to have some group of people that they talk to or someone that they're able to share and and bounce things off of. Right. Um, I know for me, my uh, buddies from college, you know, we share on a, on a weekly basis, but it's something that was started a few few years ago. Um, by my, my roommate from college, Joe, he wanted to, he, he just reached out and was like, you know, I want to, want us to start, uh, sharing what's going on more and, and, you know, start to, and he just started to open up about what was going on in his life. And because of him, you know, reaching out and opening up, it caused all of us to open up. Right. And here we are, you know, two plus years later, um, sharing what's going on in our lives and sharing our struggles and, talking about the issues that we're going through and, you know, the challenges of life. I think it's, it's very important for everyone to have, you know, someone or to have a person or a group of people that they go to, to share what's going on in their lives, to bounce out, uh, bounce things off of um, someone that will challenge you, people that love you, but will challenge you as well. People that are not going to just agree with whatever you say, people that have their own perspective of life and, you know, of how, um, their own perspective of life and how, how they live. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just a good thing. It's a good, it's a positive thing to have people that you can share with, um, honestly and openly, right. Open and honest. And we're not going to judge you, but are, are here to help you and here to love you. So I can't stress that enough. If you don't have a group of people like that, that you should try to build that with someone who's someone in your life that you consider a close friend, or a close family member that you can start to open up about what's going on really with you. And maybe, you know, maybe it's not someone, maybe you, you just need to, uh, maybe it's a therapist or something like that, that you need to talk to and just let out what's going on in your life and share and get feedback on, you know, uh, what they think about what you're sharing and so forth. I think everyone needs that. Everyone needs someone to, to bounce their ideas off of and to share life with, um, who's not a spouse, right? Someone that's not a spouse, but someone who's a friend, you know, so if you don't have that, I urge you to to try to uh, try to establish that, try to build that with a person or persons. And just always remember that you can't live a positive life with a negative man. That mindset is so important. And, you know, on those days when you feel down, you know, I have plenty of days when I feel down, when I don't feel like it. 
you know, you got to build up something. You got to build up some type of routine or some type of habit to get you out that funk, uh, whether it's listening to a certain type of music, whether it's praying, whether it's working out, you know, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, listening to your, your favorite song or, you know, watching your, your favorite movie, um, whatever that may be, you got to identify what that is for you. What, what is something that you can do to get yourself up when you're feeling down? What is something that you can establish that, you know, okay, I'm feeling a little bit down today. I'm going to go do this. What I found as well that helps me when I'm feeling down is, you know, it's very hard for me to feel down after when I'm helping someone. That's just something in me. I love to help people. So when I go to these volunteer events, you know, it could be anything from passing out food to helping paint or clean something up or, you know, helping people with uh, these projects they have going on at these rec centers and things like that. When I do those type of things, I get so much from it. You know, just helping out, just volunteering. There's no incentive in it for me. I'm just here to help. There's no monetary incentive in it for me, right? But I get so much out of it. I gain so much out of it. I meet people. Uh, we share. We're open. It's, it's just a positive environment. It's a positive thing to do. So that's one of the things I know about me. I like to volunteer. I like to help people. You know, I, I got to work out as well, like I said, you know, to keep my mind and keep me um, keep me focused. Um, but you got to identify what those things are for you. What is something? That's what I want you. If nothing else, that's what I want you to think about as a result of this episode. With something that I can implement or with something that I, I am currently implementing that helps me to stay positive, helps me when I'm feeling down, helps me to get out of a, a negative mind frame and get back into uh, back into a positive mind frame. Because, like I said, you can't live a positive life with a negative mind. Y'all have a good week. <laughs>